Hello, I'm Carter. And I'm James. And this is Carter and James Theater Time. scene from a movie. You have three guesses to guess what movie it is. Are you ready? Let's do it. Alrighty. Spider-Man, this is why only foes are heroes. Because you never know when some lunatic will come along with a sadistic choice. Let time the woman love. That's it. What film? Okay, I'm gonna be awful at this. Is that the first Spider-Man? That is indeed the first Spider-Man movie. Oh, I just heard like Goblin or whatever. I was like, yep. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like Toby. And what a perfect segue into our conversation topic for this episode: Spider-Man Three. Sure it is. Yes. So, what are your thoughts on Spider-Man Three? Okay. Overall, it's obviously not as good as one and two. Obviously. But it's, I think people hate it more than they should. It's like, there's a lot of stupid things. It's really dumb, but those make it funny and almost more enjoyable to watch. Like, I was entertained by it, but yeah. It's not great, but it's fun to watch, which I like. It is personally my favorite of the Spider-Man movies. Again, because it is just very enjoyable. And a lot of the stupid things... If you think about them, they kind of make sense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Peter Parker, he, he becomes a little doucher when he gets super confident, right? Yes, he does. Because he just thinks he's the coolest guy ever now. I don't think he was wrong, but yeah. <laughs> and Peter Parker is a dork, and his idea of cool is what a dork would think cool is, and that's wearing all black, doing the little dance on the street, and just... It was pretty inspiring. Exactly. And it's often overlooked in this film, but he straight up backhands his girlfriend. Yeah, that was pretty... <laughs> that was pretty rough. He backhands Mary Jane, and then they never comment on that again. Yeah, she's just like, oh, too bad, that sucks for me. Yeah. But his dancing on the tables was pretty good, though. It is. That's a fun scene. When he goes, now dig on this! And then it zooms into him thrusting, I'm taken aback. Maybe it was really him playing that piano. <laughs> Maybe. And then later Aunt May shows up, and then Peter just says, I hurt her, Aunt May. I, I don't know if she can ever forgive me. And Aunt May is like, hmm, I think she can forgive you. But he just completely neglects to tell Aunt May that he backhanded her. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully she would forgive him, but that's nice of her. 
and they don't get back together at the end of this movie. No, I wanted a fourth one just to see that, but nope, didn't get it. Didn't pan out. So now the trilogy just ends on an L for Spider-Man. Yeah, and for Harry, too. Because he's, <laughs> I guess he's just dead. Yeah, that was pretty sad. I brought, I worked at a daycare for a while, and it was a movie day at daycare, and I brought Spider-Man 3 in to watch because it's my favorite movie. And then we were never allowed to watch Spider-Man 3 again for some reason. Oh, that's too bad. I would watch that every time we had the chance. Exactly. What's your favorite scene in the movie? Well, you know, it's got to be the dancing scene. At the jazz club. Yeah. His piano skills and his dancing. What do you do? Like, that chair flip was pretty impressive. He has the proportional dancing abilities of a spider. Exactly, yeah. And, okay, so in Spider-Man 2, Aunt May talks about teaching piano lessons again because she used to teach piano lessons so i think it can be assumed that she taught peter how to play the piano and that's why he's such a wizard on the piano at the jazz club in spider-man 3 oh yeah i don't think i ever caught that <laughs> or i just wasn't paying attention to when they said that but yeah he's probably better than her by now probably my favorite scene is when he and mary jane are at the french restaurants and he has just kissed Gwen Stacy in front of the entire city doing the Spider-Man kiss. And then Mary Jane's pissed, but he doesn't know and understand why. And then it's obvious why she would be pissed, but he's mm. just so up on his, so high on himself that he just can't get the idea. He's just too cool. And then, <laughs> yeah. So then she's just shitting on him and he's so surprised and taken aback by this. And that's where I start the movie, because it feels, it feels a little real. You know when you're in trouble, but you don't know why you're in trouble? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then when I'm rewatching, I don't even watch the final battle, usually. Oh, final battle was pretty amazing. With the tiny Venom and Sandman. Yeah, that's cool stuff. But it's just sad. Because Harry sacrifices himself for his bro. Yeah, There's oh. There's a lot of style in this movie. And I feel that the MCU movies don't even touch the amount of style in this. Yeah, I feel like, uh, I don't know, I like the newer ones, but they just, I don't know, a little too reliant on comedy, I guess. Yeah, and they are. I don't dislike that, but these ones were just, they got to the point right away with the action and to the story. And the new ones do have, like, stories and stuff, but I just like the original ones a little more. The action feels smarter in these ones. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like in three, because when Harry's chasing him through the sky, and then he has to get the ring because he drops the ring again when he's in his civvy. Mm -hmm. the ring to propose to Mary Jane because he's poor and can't buy a new ring. And then, yeah, he just, like, is falling and they're fighting. That's cool stuff. And him, Spider-Man fighting Vulture never really got to be that cool when they had potential to be cool like that. Yeah, it was a little too quick, I guess. Mm -hmm. The fight. The MCU movies just seem so homogenized now. Yeah. And they seem so, I don't know, this is probably all of them, but they just seem so reliant on, like, CGI that everything just, I don't know. It's just not a bad thing, but you can tell that it's just loads of effects, and they don't do everything for themselves, I guess. I guess that's not a bad thing. Yeah, I don't entirely like when the whole costume though is cgi and i've noticed they are doing that in the newer movies yeah 
I like Toby's original costume. Probably the best out of the three. Yeah, the silk. the three actors. Having the webbing be reflective on the costume, that's just chef's kiss, making it shiny and raised. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh, beautiful. So, Sandman's daughter has a mysterious disease in this movie. What is your theory on what the disease is? I actually have no idea. Wait, is that why he was... What did he do again? He was robbing people, and then he accidentally yeah. killed Uncle Ben. I don't know. Probably something like, I don't know, a headache or something. Sandman just wanted lots of money. For his ailing daughter. Ben. And Toby blamed the other guy, I guess. Or him. Yeah. Because then the theme of Spider-Man 3 is forgiveness. Yeah. Because Harry has to forgive him, I guess. And then Spider-Man has to forgive Sandman. And Mary Jane and Gwen just, I don't know, get mad at him, or he tries to forgive, or they try to forgive him or something. What are your thoughts on the retcon that Sandman killed Uncle Ben? Did he actually do it, or was it the other guy? He did actually. Sandman was the one that killed it. They go to the police station and find this new information about it. And then Peter's like, huh... Then he goes and beats Sandman up in the sewers. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like, I don't know, probably wasn't necessary to kill him, but I guess it adds to the story, or the many stories of this one. Adds another plot point, I guess, to the background of the character, which I guess is a good thing. Yeah. And what do you think of the casting of Topher Grace as Venom? It's considered a controversial casting choice. Uh, yeah, I want to mention that. I didn't think it was... Like, she's a good actor, but I don't think he did a... They could have done better with casting him, because he was just so small, I guess. And then it just looked like him in a suit, or him, like, with an extra layer of something over him. Not like, I guess, Tom Hardy's, which actually looked more real, and they made him look big instead of just a guy with an extra layer of, like, skin on him, I guess. But I don't know. I don't know who else they could have put on there. I think they could have done a better job of that, though. I have read that, I don't know if this is true, but the reasoning they went with someone smaller, like Topher Grace, was because of how similar in build they he was to t- Tobey Maguire. So they wanted like a smaller-ish Venom to more encapsulate that he's a an evil Spider-Man. They made him not just an evil Spider-Man, but an evil Peter Parker as well. So they made... Okay, I, I kind of get that. Yeah, like it kind of makes sense when you look at it like that. It just yeah. raises the movie. It elevates. Yeah, I think he did a good job of the parts where he's not Venom, like when he's just in the, I guess, the news place, just talking to everyone. Yeah. Like, he did good then, but when he actually falls and there's, like, the stuff attaching to him, I don't know, it just looked weird. Like, they could have made him look a little better, I guess. I like th- I like when he goes to the church to pray to God to kill Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> what is what up it? there on the top. <laughs> yeah. How extra this man is. Ooh. And they also set up that scene because in the previous scene, when Peter outs him for faking a, phot- a photograph. I'm going to put some dirt in your eye. He's like, can't you forgive me or something? I don't remember what Eddie says. But then Peter says, you want forgiveness? Get religion. And then, boom, they show Eddie in a church. Wow. He 
a masterfully I'm very seriously there yeah a masterfully crafted film <laughs> yeah do you think spider-man 2 what yeah what are your thoughts on spider-man 2 honestly i think it's probably the best of the those three because i don't know they just did a great job on the action on this one on that one and adding to the adding a little to the story elements but I know, it was just the most exciting one in my opinion, the most action. I think it was the most fun to watch out of them. Okay, but now, why do you think Peter lost his powers in the middle of Spider-Man 2? Never made sense to me. It's not explained why, and then he just gets them back. And I feel that that little plot beat is often overlooked, and that it actually drags down Spider-Man 2, letting Spider-Man 3 take the number one spot. Oh, I see. Yes. He probably, I don't know, did he run out of the... Because the stuff comes from his wrist, right? Or does he have a little machine that shoots them out? In these ones, they come from his wrist. Maybe. But he loses all of his powers, not just his web. Oh, oh yeah, his little finger, like... Yeah, he stops being able to stick. Yeah, I don't know, that's just... Something to think about. I don't know if Doc Ock took something from him, or somehow, like, took it away from him for a second, but... I don't know how they could do that, or how that could have happened to him so easily, and then just come back. How it lines up in the movie is that Mary Jane dumps him. She definitively says, we ain't gonna be a thing, I'm gonna marry this astronaut, and then his powers go away. So Maybe when he's sad. He's just so bummed out, he's repressing his powers. Alright, alright, yeah. alright. How would you rank all the Spider-Man movies from worst to best? all mm, all I spider-man think, i think i'd have to go three then one then two no no Just like including the, the amazing spider-mans the mcu spider-mans and spider-verse oh um okay i think the bottom would be probably amazing spider-man 2 that one was kind of just sucked overall and then probably amazing spider-man 1 would be after that and then maybe homecoming would be after that that one was good but it was just I don't know. wasn't great. And then probably three. And then the most recent one. And then one. And then two. Three. Then one. Then two. Have you seen Spider Verse? Oh yeah, yeah. That one would probably. I drank that probably the second or the third one. Probably third after number one and two, like Spider Man two and one. All right. How would you rank all these ones? Yeah, I feel similarly that the amazing movies are both. They're both bad. Mm-hmm. That Spider-Man, again, he's kind of he's kind of a little... The Andrew Garfield Spider-Man is kind of a little doucher. And he's just too old, I think. Yeah, he's also... He looks super old. And... Yeah. He's, he's too cool a guy. Yeah, exactly. You don't see that guy realistically having no friends. Because he's just mm-hmm. super snazzy and sexy. Everyone totally wants him. He did such a good job of not to be mean to him or anything. Yeah. And then he, he skateboards. A bully had no reason to bully him in that movie. Yeah, exactly. There was nothing to prey upon. I feel like in those ones, they just added the elements just for the sake of having the same story as the Sam Raimi ones, but they just didn't execute it nearly as well just because of the actor, I guess. Yeah. The Toby Spider-Man. Toby Peter is just... Yeah, you can. he's believably... That guy would get bullied. Yeah, I guess maybe it's because he was the first one, but he just, like, fit it perfectly, I thought. Just how he looked and acted in all of those. 
just exactly how you'd expect the character to be. Yeah, just just a straight up nerd. Uh, yeah, so I'd go Amazing Spider-Man one is the worst one. Amazing Spider-Man two, and then and then Homecoming, and then Spider-Man one, then Spider-Man two, then Spider-Verse, and then Spider-Man three. Okay, I can kind of agree with that too. I agree that amazing, and then Tom Holland ones are good, but they're just, I don't know, he's young, but they're just not as well done as the first three, in my opinion. Yeah, it feels like they're trying to do something different from the normal Spider-Man formula, but it's just, we want Spider-Man material. Yeah, they did a great job of casting people. Like, I thought Jake Gyllenhaal and Michael Keaton were great as the villains in those. But those were just about the only really great things about those ones. Yeah, the scene in Homecoming when Michael Keaton is talking to Peter in the car about knowing he's Spider-Man. Or no, he figures out he's Spider-Man in the car ride. I don't remember. That's a fantastic scene. It's so tense. Yeah, because he recognized him when he went to the house. And he's like, oh no. Yeah. Or he's like, oh no. And then it just really captures just the, the fear and tenseness of meeting meeting the dad of your first girlfriend or date and ups it to 11. So that was good. What do you think about the rumors of the new film with if they put Toby and Andrew in it? What do you think they're actually going to do with those or if that's going to actually happen? That would be awesome if it actually happened, but I don't it seem it seems unlikely still that that's happening. Yeah, I don't think it is just cuz yeah. what are they almost 40? Or in their thirties. Yeah, they're up there so for think. sure. Yeah. But at the same time, that's it the... feels like that's such a widespread rumor now, and everyone wants it so bad that anything else is gonna leave audiences disappointed. Yeah, like I'm sure it won't happen, and then people are just gonna get mad just because a couple of people thought it was gonna happen. But I don't have high hopes for that. Maybe if they made a new animated one, that would be good. Yeah, it's or easy if they enough put the to get actors in the animated one. Yeah, it's easy enough to get them to voice their Spider-Mans in another animated Spider-Verse thing. <laughs> Did you play the Spider-Man video game on PS4? Yes, I have played that one. I I enjoyed it. It was very fun to play. Very good um, mechanics, I guess. And what do you think of their representation of Spider-Man? I thought like he looked good, like. I thought they made him look kind of like older, which was good, but not too old because they obviously redid his look. And I think it's I don't think that made any sense for them to do that. But in the original one, I thought they did a good job of making him look like he's already done it for a while. And then he's just instead of just doing the backstory and the origin, they go right into when he already is Spider-Man. So I think they did a good job of that. In terms of his look and yeah i am also not a fan of the the new face they gave him in the remaster yeah i just don't know why they would change him if everyone liked like i get it if they people hated his original look but no one had a problem didn't with it. have a problem yeah exactly and now they change it just to make him look way younger i guess like a child even yeah because i've heard in the new one the miles one 
apparently they like talk in one part and then he's supposed to be mentoring him but they look exactly the same age if not younger so people are complaining about that yeah i think that was a definite mistake on their part to do honestly i think the three or four the batman games are probably my favorite and this one i don't know it seems like it was very similar to those but those were in turn similar to the spider-man 2 video game Mm -hmm, yeah so it's like a full circle moment yeah i think i had this two and maybe the spider-man 3 one too those are really fun yeah those are fun because in the batman arkham games he even has a spider sense thing that they borrowed from the spider-man 2 video game yeah yeah i just like all the in the batman ones all like the gadgets and stuff you can use like the exploding like stuff the gel yeah yeah the gel I uh, like how you could go on top of things and just like pull people up and kind of grapple onto stuff. Yeah, those, I like all that stuff. Those are great fun, and the story's quite good in those too. Hmm. Which of those do you think is the best? I think the second one was the best. Yes, I agree. Arkham, the first one. Arkham the City. first one was obviously great, starting it off. It was a really good story, and then second one just made it way bigger, way more to do. And the third one was fine, but. It was probably the worst out of those ones. Yeah. I got... is driving. In the third one, I got stuck on the Batmobile mission at the end of the game. And then I was... I didn't have the will to finish. Yeah, that took me... Yeah, that's the very last thing you do, right? Yeah. Like when you're in... Yeah, that was pretty annoying to do. Little robot guy or whatever. I just... I didn't want to restart But it was fun anyways. Yeah. I just put my difficulty way down and then tried again. Until I get it. I, f- I, I get refuse to do that in games. I always go on hard mode. I'm playing God of War on the Bring Me God of War mode. And it's it physically exhausts me to play it. Yeah, I had that. And it was like the bosses or whatever that you have to fight. Those were... That took me such a long time. And then I finally was like, yeah, I'm going to have to put it down a difficulty just to continue the game. Yeah. Because I didn't just want to quit it. I ended up very just stopping playing. <laughs> yeah. And then every combat has to be perfect so you don't die and get one hit on hard mode. Yeah, it's so then. annoying when you're about to win and it's like, oh, you have to press the certain button at the certain time. I always lose at those. All the quick time events? Yeah. Yeah, those when are you're bad. Like about to kill them. And they're like, nope. You have to do everything again. Yeah, I'm not the biggest fan of quick time events. When they pop up in the middle of things, I'm not ready for that. No, it takes me by so much surprise, too. Yeah. And I always panic to where to press everything. Because there's, like, the four color buttons that you can press. And they might switch it and put, like, a trigger or something. And I just totally mess up that. And then, yeah, once you mess up, you have to stagger them again. It's just a whole process. Yeah, and I have, like, no health, and they end up just killing me there. Then you shed a single tear, because then you have to restart the hour-long fight. Yes, more than a single for me. <laughs> a single-hour fight. I ended up just only throwing the axe in that game, because... If, yeah, exactly. If That's I, the only thing I did. Yeah, if you get too close, you risk dying. Because I always lose so much health, but then when there's, like, five people have to fight i just throw it at them yeah no matter how long that takes it's way easier than running up to them potentially 
Having to restart everything. Can't risk it. So I have some trivia here for Spider-Man 3. Oh boy. Some fun trivia. It says, all the screams Kirsten Dunst had for this film were recycled from Spider-Man 2. Oh, that's not surprising, honestly. Because if they, I don't know, she lost her voice or something, that'd be very unfortunate. I'm surprised they didn't do that for, like, the first one. And just added it to two and three. Just one recording of the screams, and they're like, that's it, you got it. And use it for all future Yeah, I guess that wouldn't be her. very realistic if they look different every single time they scream. But it makes sense, I guess. And then it says, one of the sounds used for Venom is that of the Tasmanian Devil. And you know when Spider-Man punches through Ven- no, punches through Sandman and his arm shows up on the other side? Yeah. That was partially a practical effect. And they got an amputee boxer in the Spider-Man costume. So when he punched him, it just was an amputee. Amputee. Just a, a no arm there. But it looked like Whoa. it went through him. That's good, so it actually looks like it's real. Yeah. Because if they did, like, digital effects, you could really tell. Mm-hmm. It's neat when they do that. Mm-hmm. And Topher Grace said that he based his performance on alcoholics and drug addicts. I can see that. <laughs> By his venom. His venom does seem like a drug addict. Yeah. And then he becomes so reliant on it at the end that it's his demise and he dies in that explosion. Mm. Well, you have all those poles around him. Yeah. He's like, oh no, it's too loud. For a while, my ringtone when I got a text was Harry saying, and when she kissed me, it was just like when she used to kiss me. (sighs) Strawberries. Wow. But it was just the strawberries. Like, (sighs) strawberries. And it would unsettle oh, people all the time. Junior. <laughs> Gonna cry? Well, it says it took two years and ten months to make. That is a lot. That is a lot. I guess that's why this one was three years after two instead of the two year between the first two movies. That's yeah, probably like a year and a half finishing everything. What is yeah. it? Probably like four or five months of filming it. And apparently Topher Grace didn't drink any water even during his breaks because he couldn't use the bathroom with his costume on. Oh, that is cool. That, that's unfortunate. Can you just go in the costume? <laughs> People would notice, probably. Probably. But the costume is pretty shiny already, so he could probably... I don't know. could be hidden. He looks kind of white all the time. Yeah, it says Topher Grace gained 24 pounds of muscle for the role. I don't think he had to. Yeah, here it says the first shot of Sandman took six months to create. That probably why that's probably why it took so long. Oh yeah, when he's walking for the first time as Sandman and it's all CGI and each moving little sand particle happening. Mm-hmm. That is a beautiful scene though. And then he finds the locket of his daughter and it motivates him. Yes. It's good stuff. I find it's it funny. supposed to be four, five, and six after they're all cancelled. Quite sad. That is quite sad. They would have been... At least the fourth would have been good. 
Yeah. Just to end everything. We gotta find out if he and MJ get back together in the end. They could have had him being a dad to a spider kid. Yeah. I find it funny that in the first one, Toby takes his shirt off and he's ripped because I'm assuming he worked out for that one. But then you never <laughs> see him shirtless again in two or three because they don't. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he, I don't know, probably didn't do as much workout for the last two but he probably did something yeah not look, i guess fat in it yeah not nearly as much and then they they kind of make a comment on that in the movie when eddie says that parker's shot of spider-man make him look kind of pudgy <laughs> the jazz scene took two weeks to film i'm surprised he just didn't do that in one take with his skill yeah what the heck you would think oh and we forgot about probably the best character mr ditkovich the rent guy. Ah, yes, Mr. Dixovich and his. treated by Toby. And his daughter. Uh, this cookies, his daughter. Add nuts to them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Got any nuts? Go make me some. Do you Supposing ship? I make cookies all day. Ah, yeah. Do you ship Peter and I think her name's Ursula. Yeah. Hmm. Do you ship Peter and Ursula more than Peter and Mary Jane? Of course, yes. But drive that funky soul playing. Of course, I do. And then. He wouldn't have to pay as much rent if he was dating Mr. Dikovich's daughter, maybe. Yeah. If he became part of the Dikovich family. His door was fixed. <laughs> and I like that J.K. Simmons returned to the new one instead of them adding a different person. Yeah. I kind of like that. That was very cool. Yeah, because he did such a good job of that role in the first three. Hopefully he appears in the new one a little bit more. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I liked his character. He's probably one of the best. Yeah, I don't know. Do you think he would appear in the third Tom Holland Spider-Man movie in a bigger role? I think he probably would, depending at what direction they take the movie. Because if it's just them kind of, I don't know, if he's hiding or doing whatever, and it's him looking for Spider-Man the whole movie, then I'd hope he have a, he'd have a big role in it, or a big part of it. But because they teased it at the end... I'm sure he's going to have a decent amount of time in the movie, or I would hope. Yeah, I guess he could be, like, leading the manhunt for Spider-Man. Yeah, exactly. So, are you a big fan of Spider-Man to begin with? Um, I'm not a huge fan. Like, I enjoy watching the movies, obviously, but I'm not a huge fan of him as a whole. I just like the movies and games, I guess. Did you watch any of his cartoons growing up? No, I don't think I have. As a whole, for the first three movies, what would you give it? What would you give them, like, as a trilogy? Ooh, as a trilogy? Mm-hmm. Those are... That's an A-plus trilogy. A mm-hmm. 9 out of 10 trilogy. Yeah, I'd have to say probably A, because I yeah. love them. But, I don't know, the third one is a little silly, but I still love all of them. So I'd probably do A, like, eight and a half, nine, probably, overall. Nice. I think silly best captures the essence of a comic book movie, though. Yeah, I guess so. Their roots okay. are pretty silly. Mm-hmm. I personally think the Spider-Man trilogy is better than the Dark Knight trilogy. Ooh, I'd have to disagree, but... So, that's my hot take. I just love the Batman trilogy so much. But this one is... This one's very good also, though. I feel the, the, the campiness... Batman's, Batman's world is ridiculous and campy mm-hmm. and just insane, and they tone it down a lot in his movies. They get rid of all how colorful everything is, and his his villains aren't as much of weirdos as they normally are. Yeah, I guess that's why I like Batman's not even a weirdo just really like in his movies. Unrealistic, like I don't know, the Spider-Man movies aren't super unrealistic, but of course it's based off fiction, I guess. But the Batman ones, I find, I don't know, they're more crime than superhero to me. Yeah. They do do that. So doesn't Spider-Man's costume just translate wonderfully to film? I think so, especially in the first three movies. Like, 
Yeah, like they barely, they didn't even change it really from how he looks in the comic. Yeah, I thought they did a really good job of that. And like, I don't know, in the new ones, I guess they want to don't want to copy that. But I don't know, I'm not a huge fan of the new costumes or like the, yeah, the new one. Because the first one was just so, I guess, accurate. And the other ones, they're trying to be different, but they just, I don't know, they're fine. But they just look a little weird. Yeah, I find them over-designed in the MCU ones, the Spider-Man costume. Yeah, and there's that thing about like him being able to change the entire costume and just make a completely new one. I just like how in the first three, he just had that one, and that's the one he chose to use. So they're just changing it up every movie. And I like them showing him struggling with just being poor on the day-to-day, like when he goes to the laundromat in the second one and then he washes his costume with his whites and it ruins all his clothes. Just doing human things. He doesn't really do human things. He doesn't do... They don't show him doing menial tasks and that's that's the essence of Spider-Man. Yeah, it shows like what it would really be like for him. And I feel like in the new ones it just shows like the... I don't know, when he's like nothing that has to do with his normal life or what he actually does. Yeah, what's what's he doing in his free time? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man and his amazing friends, Iceman and Firestar. And then back to the over-designed thing. I think that is also part of the homogenization of all the MCU movies. Mm-hmm. They all have like extra lines put in for no reason. They're all a bit bland and over-designed at the same time, their costumes. Yeah, I feel like all of them are just, like, I don't know, they just make everything seem super fancy with, like, all the new technology they put in it. They just make it look way too fancy and, I guess, a little unrealistic. And the first one, it looks like what you would actually be able to make yourself for if you wanted to make a costume like that. Yeah, he did have that uh, homemade suit in Homecoming, but... That was still... Like, that one was okay. Like, it was just, what, like a hoodie and stuff? But I like Toby's, like, wrestling one, because, like, I think he made that one himself, so it looked like someone like him would make, and not something that some scientist or someone super smart would be able to make. That's why I like that original Yeah, it looks like he spray paints the spider on in that one. Yeah. They should just adapt the costumes more faithfully. Yeah. For the looks... I guess I understand that they don't want to completely copy it off, but a little too fake. Like, Wonder Woman's costume is pretty faithfully adapted in her movie, and it looks great. Yeah. Who's your pick for the villain of the next Spider-Man movie? Mm, I don't know who would be. I don't know they've had Vulture and Mysterio as the other ones, so I'd say, like, I know they teased a rhino at the end of Amazing Spider-Man, so I don't know if they could bring that back or if that'd just be stupid to do. Yeah, do they want to do repeats? It seems they're avoiding repeats. Yeah, I'd say, I know someone's talking about, like, the newer Venom coming into a movie, but I don't know if they'd do that because they're already making that other sequel. My dream plot for the next one is he he gets stuck across the country, somehow that's where his trial is for some reason i don't know something like that happens Mm -hmm. then he has to planes trains and automobiles his way from i don't don't know what's on the opposite side of the country from from los angeles back to new york while being wanted and while also being hunted by craven yeah i feel like they're just gonna have the plot of people 
trying to find him, like normal people trying to find him, and they just might add one kind of villain just to just to have in it, just to also be looking for him for like probably a different reason than the other people. I feel like it's gonna go that direction. Yeah, and it'd be cool if one of the other heroes was trying to get him in. Yeah. And arrest them too. They probably like I'm guessing they're probably gonna add someone to it. Like they always have another hero in one of the standalone movies. So that wouldn't surprise me at all. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool. Who do you think has been the best villain in any of the Spider Man movies? I really like the uh, probably the Green Goblin from the first one I liked. Just because it's kinda like the first one you got to see in a live action movie. And I like the Mysterio in it because Jake Gyllenhaal, I thought, did really good as him. How about you? Right, I agree with the Green Goblin. Willem Dafoe just absolutely kills it in that role. He really does. I did like the angle they took with Mysterio, and I liked how he had a, a whole team going on there. Do you think he actually died, or do you think he used his special effects magic to somehow make it just look like he died? I feel like they probably just made it look like he did, just for like a... And I'll probably make it like a twist in the new one that he's actually alive. But that's the only thing about the second one, that they make it look like he's good. Well, it's, I think it's super obvious that he's not. And they kept building up on how he was good. And then they kind of made it look like a twist that he was bad. But that was kind of predictable. Yeah, especially because it's just known that Mysterio is a bad guy of Spider-Man. Yeah, like I thought that most people would know that. Even me, because I don't know much about yeah. the actual comics of him. It works as a as a story from a story perspective, but not as an actual twist. Yeah, like if they had someone that was actually good that turned bad, I would probably like it a little more. Mm-hmm. But, or if they just named him differently, uh, then revealed that that was actually him. Yeah. Or show him show that he's manipulating Spider-Man earlier earlier on in the movie. Let us in on yeah. that too, so it doesn't seem like a twist. I don't know. He has the same plan. Mysterio's plan in that is the same plan that Syndrome has at the end of the Incredibles. Oh, yes. Yes, it is. Have a, have a robot thing attack the city and then beat the robot and appear as the hero. Mm-hmm. They just copy the Incredibles, which is so good. Well, Incredibles, yeah. Incredibles is a perfect film. Yeah. Both of them, honestly. I love both of them. I wasn't a fan of the second one as much. Yeah, I... I enjoyed like obviously the first one was a lot better, but I still enjoyed it, even though it took them a while to make. I think that they should have had the second one take place a little after the first one instead of immediately after, and then age up the kids a little bit. Yeah, like if they do a third one, which I wouldn't be surprised, they should probably do something like that, something towards that angle. I felt the two plots, like Mr. Incredible's plot of taking care of Jack-Jack with new powers and then Mrs. Incredible's plot of doing superhero stuff. I felt they didn't go together very well. No, it was... And then, yeah. Yeah, it was kind of not the best, I guess. So enjoyable, a little bit. Yeah. I think Jack-Jack as a five-year-old, not understanding why he can't use his powers all the time, but being incredibly, just being the most powerful thing ever, then having to learn that he's not a god or something. Yeah. I think that could have been good. Could have been a chef's kiss. If they make a new one, they'll probably go in that direction. Or it'll just be You'll right have after. to consult me. Yeah. Be the ideas man for the Incredibles movies. Mm-hmm. So it wouldn't surprise me at all if they made a third one. Even if it's in like another ten years. Because the second one did perform very well, I believe. Because mm-hmm. I think like people are really excited for it. So. I think Pixar is going to start being more reliant on sequels. Because I don't think Coco performed very well. I don't think Onward performed very well. Then 
I don't remember what their last non-sequel property was aside from those two. Good Dinosaur did not perform very well. Well, I don't think I've seen that one. I saw the Onward. Was that this? Wasn't that straight to Disney Plus? Or was that in the theaters? That did go to theaters. Oh, I saw, I saw Onward in theaters. Oh, I saw it when it went on Disney, and it was it was fine, but it was I don't know. Like they're all good, but they're just not gonna top like the they're old. Just fine. Like Up and stuff. Yeah, the first five minutes of Up remain, again, perfect, perfect cinema. That's a whole movie in of itself. Yeah. It'd be a short film. Watching a loved one slowly age and die is my main anxiety. Yes, it's quite sad. So Up just hits hard. Yes. Yeah, saddest movie opening of all Definitely. favorite superhero movie oh mine's gotta be dark knight by far how about you spider-man 3 oh should have guessed that one's definitely up there so was it like heath ledger's performance that really sold you on the dark knight yeah that was probably the main thing and then it's just i don't know it's not like all the other comic book movies where they're just like cgi reliant and like space and stuff this one is more just how it could happen in real life i guess and more realistic than the other ones which i liked and it was like, I don't know, it was always, like, the whole movie's very exciting and thrilling. And, yeah, I think I think all the acting's really good in it, honestly. Then, yeah. yeah. Obviously, like, the other two. And that twist cool. of, the twist of uh, Joker lying about who was where with Harvey Dent and Rachel Dawes. I didn't even catch that till like, I've seen it probably, like, 10 or 15 times. I didn't catch that until someone mentioned it. Because I was, like, when I was watching it with a friend, I was like... Oh, why is he going to the wrong location? Because I thought he was just dumb. And they're like, oh, because he lied to him. It's like, ah, oh, I never got on to that. That's good stuff. That's, yeah, that's my, that's my favorite part of the movie. He goes to save Rachel and then goes to Harvey instead, not knowing. Oh. And what about the third one? What did you think of that? Do you think it's bad or do you think it's overly hated upon? I do think it's overly hated upon, but I don't also, I also don't think it's good. Probably my least favorite just, of the it's three. It's a fine film. Yeah. Yeah, but Spider-Man... I stand by Spider-Man 3. <laughs> yeah. Those and then, have you watched the new Harley Quinn cartoon? Um, I saw the new movie. I don't think I've seen the cartoon. In the cartoon, Bane is, like, prominently featured in that cartoon, and he has the Tom Hardy voice, <laughs> and he's just a goofball, and it's hilarious. Oh, it's just... I don't know. His voice is... His voice isn't bad, but it just kind of makes me laugh when I watch it. Because it's so, I don't know, it's a little weird. It's just different. It's been memed so hard now that you can't help but laugh. But I feel like both of those. And then everyone bullies Bane in the cartoon. Was it Tom Hardy actually playing him? Bit... Or is it someone else? No, someone, someone else is doing a good impression of it. Mm. And then they gift him a pit, and he's just so pleased to finally have a pit. He turns it into a rehabilitation center. Hmm. Funny cartoon. Yeah, I feel like... What's your best Bane voice? I don't know, probably just like, mmm, ah, uh, or something. I cannot impersonate a perfect voice. Try saying I am your reckoning in a Bane voice. Okay, um, <laughs> I don't think I can do it. I don't want to insult take, him too bad. Take some focus. <clears throat> I can sometimes do it. I am your reckoning! That wasn't the best. I can Be never real. do it. Like, someone I know does a really good job of it, but mine just sounds, like, horrible. And the thing with those, in my opinion, like, the 
third movie of the trilogies. I feel like they're put in just for the sake of making it a trilogy. But yeah, it's for both of them. The second one was so good. And then the third one kind of a little disappointing. It's like they're too pressured, too much pressure on them. Yeah. To top the second one. They just couldn't do it. It's a shame. <laughs> What's, what is a good third movie in a trilogy? Probably Lord of the Rings. I think third one's probably the best of that. Yeah, the be- that is true. Yeah. And then Empire Strikes Back is better than Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Hey, Revenge of the Sith is the best out of the... Oh, that ones. is a good point, Revenge of the Sith. Because Attack of the Clones, I would say, is probably... Not the best. Is that weaker than Phantom Menace? I don't know. I would say so. Because the first one was just a little boring, I guess. The second one was just bad. That is true. Sand. Revenge of the Sith is actually solid, though. Yeah, especially the dialogue of Sheev and Anakin, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Probably the great, greatest quote in Star Wars is in the third one. Which is? Hello there. Oh, <laughs> I thought you were going to go for I am the Senate. That's pretty good, too. Like, that whole scene is pretty good. Or it is. Or the I have the high ground classic. All of Ewan's line. I feel like he's probably the best part of those ones. Because all the other acting is not, not the best. But I feel like he did a really good job of all of those movies. Especially the third one. He really did. He's he's a strong performer. Mm-hmm. Like I see him in other movies and he's actually he, really good. Yeah. He's great in train spotting, one and two. And even when Obi-Wan has like poorly written dialogue, he still delivers the dialogue. Yeah. I feel like if really anyone well. else did that... It would sound, it would sound dumb, but the way he did it was just, he did it so well. Yeah. There's an old interview with Mark Hamill where he talks about this line that George Lucas wanted him to say, and it was just really convoluted and dumb, and then Mark Hamill had to tell him, George, people don't talk like this. This is insane. So, and then it seems like in the, it's said that in the prequels, no one said no like that to George. And that's why all the dialogue is rough. Okay. Yeah, because some of that is just awful. I don't know how they thought of it. Like, especially in the second I one. I hate sand. It's rough and coarse and it gets everywhere. Not like you. <laughs> Classic stuff. Have you met anyone that is that will, like, defend Attack of the Clones? I have not. Like, most of the people I talk about it, talk about it with, they, they agree that it's not, I don't know. Like, some of them say it's not a bad movie, but it's just bad compared to the other ones like it's not as strong as the other ones i honestly thought it was one of the worst because i kind of enjoyed the new ones except for the eighth one but yeah you didn't like the last jedi no it was just i don't know like the first one in that in those movies i thought did a really good job of like preparing a story and that one just i don't know so many different things happened that were kind of random i guess kind of differed from the first one I feel that the first one also set up kind of things that would be really hard to follow up upon, though. Yeah, I guess. Because J.J. Abrams just likes to throw things in there. Mm-hmm. And the last. So I, I did like 8, and then I didn't actually like 7 that much. Oh, I guess the visuals are really good in 8, especially in space, I guess. Yeah. Or her freezing. I liked whenever Ray and Kylo Ren and Luke were on screen in 8, but then did not like the rest of the movie. Mm-hmm, Yeah. And it was so long, I guess. I don't think it needed to be like two and a half hours. I hated in The Force Awakens how I hated 
I hated Poe in The Force Awakens. So they they crash land on Jakku, and then Finn gets BBA, goes whatever, and then Poe had that super important mission. He's like, well, I guess I'm giving up on this. And then he goes back to the Rebel planet, and then they show him on the Rebel planet, and he and Finn are he's like, what up, Finn? I'm alive. I abandoned my mission, and now we're raiding this planet. It's going to be it's gonna be great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he... I hate Poe. <laughs> I kind of... I don't, I don't think I hated him, but... I don't think any of the characters were very strong or memorable. Except for, like, what's-his-face? Adam Driver, I thought, did a really good job in his role. He was so good. Otherwise, there weren't, like... There wasn't, like, a... Like, in the prequels, really, I thought, like, Ewan McGregor had a really memorable performance in all those. But there's no one that really blew me away in the new ones. Kylo Ren feels like the only character that had effort put into them. Yeah. See, he was complicated and... Adam Driver was probably the strongest actor in the newest ones. Yeah, and you see him in well. like other movies too. Do a really good job, and none of the other actors yeah. really have done anything else. Do anything? Yeah. Like who plays Daisy Ridley? Like I've seen her. The in only one other movie. two things. Like the what was it? Murder on the Orient Express, I believe. Is her is her role big in that? No, I don't think it was huge. That movie, I didn't think was very good. Kind of boring. I didn't, I didn't see that. This... She and Tom Holland just had something come out too, and it's supposed to be horrible. Oh. Yeah, I think I've seen a poster for it. I don't think I've seen anything, like a trailer or anything. No. Yes, I don't know what happened to that. What are your thoughts on Solo? I actually enjoyed it. It was... I enjoyed Solo too. Like obviously, the actors aren't going to do as good of a job as the original ones, but I still thought they did a good job. It was exciting and it was fun to watch, which is honestly all I care about. I kind of liked it. It was, a, it was an enjoyable film. Yeah. The characters were fun. They were likable. Mm-hmm. I liked when Lando's... There's a fire on the ship or something. They use Lando's capes because he has a whole cape closet. Oh, that's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. That's, that's fitting. I feel like they would do a better job of the stuff that doesn't have to do with the like the main movies like the stuff on the side like those ones and like all the tv shows that they made i feel like those do like i actually really enjoy those almost more than the other new movies yeah i've been enjoying the man i haven't started season two i enjoyed the mandalorian season one though Mm -hmm. yeah same it was really good i thought yeah and the the animated shows they have are good too usually i don't like the current one star wars resistance that one's kind of weak but clone wars and rebels are solid enough yeah ahsoka somehow became the coolest star wars character 